Train Hard Live Strong family. What's going on, everyone? Coach Matt here, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have an amazing guest speaker. And I know I say this almost every time. And I cannot have, there's no better words than to explain people's stories and passions and drives and reasons why every single person that we bring on the show is absolutely incredible. An amazing guest speaker today comes to the show, and she's going to get extremely vulnerable, explain and talk about things that she has just figured out in her life. And this is going to be a great one because if you are not understanding what is happening inside your body and you are extremely frustrated and all you want to do is quit, this one's going to be a great one for you because she can highly, highly relate to that. But before we jump in, y'all, I got a few announcements and I have some additional announcements, some new ones, because we got some cool stuff coming to the show and a lot of amazing things that are going to benefit you guys who are looking for amazing things in your life and your health and fitness journey. So number one, as you already know, leaving a five-star review for the show really does help me get to other people who are reaching for answers or wanting to learn more about health and fitness, get inspired, get motivated, and learn some cool stuff, right? Leaving a five-star review not only does that, but it helps me get feedback back from you guys and girls who are tuning in every Monday and Thursday and every other day of the week because you can listen to this podcast whenever you want, but it gets me feedback from you guys and girls. I want to know what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying. I want you to tell me and express how you are getting impacted from this uh, from this podcast because it really does bring joy to my heart whenever people you know explain to me and share with me how the podcast taught them something or how it brought value to them or how it made a bad day into a better day and all you know all those things truly do make me happy and that's the biggest reason why I do this to inspire people to believe in themselves. Number two, hydration. Hydration. Drinking the big O H2O. Very important to health and fitness, but very important to performance. Very important to who we are as human beings. It comes down to everything. We are organisms. And as organisms, we need water. But for some reason, we'd rather drink other juices and sugar stuff. And you know, because they taste better. But what if we can make water taste better? What if not only that, but we can hydrate you three times faster? Yo, liquidiv.com has it, y'all. Liquidiv.com has amazing hydration packets that make your water taste amazing and hydrate you three times faster. And all you got to do is head over to liquidiv.com, and I want to save you 25% off your purchase, so use promo code TRAINHARD to save you 25% off. They also got they got hydration, they got immunity, they got energy, they got sleep products, they got amazing things that all you got to do is throw inside of a water bottle, and it's going to improve your health, your life, your performance, all the amazing things to come. Number three... EliteHitPerformance.com, amazing on-the-go hit workouts wherever you go. Wherever you go, if you're traveling for business, for family, for holidays, maybe you don't want to go to the gym right now because you have you know gym intimidation, you don't want to go yet, or maybe because you want to stay away from the whole COVID scene, all this other crap, right? On-the-go workouts, home workouts, just so you can do at home with little to no equipment at all. EliteHitPerformance.com has it, y'all, has it. They also have free workouts right now that you can go to their homepage and do them right now without doing anything else. You can try them out. If you enjoy it and you want to become an Elite Hit member, you're going to get access to amazing exclusive Hit Workouts, Hit Workout Series, and be a part of an amazing community driven and hungry to accomplish the same exact thing. Now, here it is. In addition to the announcements, we have partnered with an incredible supplement line, FNX Fit. Truly incredible. As I was coming into the fitness world, I my biggest thing to get me to buy something when it comes down to supplements, right? Protein, lift weights, eat protein, get big, right? So the labels, 
Okay, you get this egg, gain eight pounds in two weeks, okay? And that was what bought me. That's what what got me because I was driven to accomplish something with my body. And if the label said it, then it must be true. FNX Fit is honest. They're raw. They give you the exact things that you need to know to improve your healthier fitness. Not only that, but their products taste amazing. I use them day to day. I use the proteins. I use the intro workouts. I use the pre-workouts. They got stimulation free and stimulation ones. They got tons of incredible supplements. And I want to save you 15% off your purchase, y'all. Again, use promo code TRAINHARD and you can enjoy any one of their products. I'm going to drop the links in the show notes of this episode and every new episode to come. But check them out, y'all. They're amazing. And if you're looking for supplements and you're looking for something new, something to, to, to give you what you need to perform, to grow, to get lean, to just be your ultimate self, FNX Fit, that's where it's at, y'all. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring to the show Nicole Hardcastle. So this is a fun one and I think everybody should do this, but I always ask my clients, continue to ask yourself why until you can't ask yourself anymore. And I'm kind of an asshole when I'm a coach. So like, I literally (laughs) will say like, you know, go write your why and don't come back to me if it's not at least two paragraphs long. And then it usually ends up being about a page long. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. This is unfortunately the second time we're doing this recording because the first time, I don't know what happened, but uh, we're here again and I'm excited to hear her uh, background story for the second time. You guys are hearing it for one time, but this is going to be well, my third time actually. So, uh, But we have an amazing guest speaker today, okay, Nicole Hardcastle. I'm super excited for you to hear her story. Um, kind of like her, her life obstacles she's been through and who she is today and just everything that she has gone through that you're really going to grab tons of value with um, on how to really overcome a lot of certain things, especially when it's coming inside your body and who you are. So, ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Hardcastle, what's up? No pressure. <laughs> Dude, this, I can't believe this is the second time we're doing this. This is crazy. Um, but I'm super excited again. Okay, you uh, just by us talking the first time, mm-hmm. I was like, we were, we were in it right there. We were so in it. I gave him some gold, guys. Ah, some gold. Some gold. Some gold. Hopefully, we can recover the file a little bit. But um, for everyone who doesn't know who you are, I know you redid this, but let's do it again. Okay. All right. Can you give him like a nice little background story on um, kind of how you got here today? You know, your just everything. Okay. To right here. I want to make that joke again. Do it. <laughs> Y'all missed it. I literally was like, I got here by car. It was amazing. And it's not even as funny this time. It was. I'm still going to laugh, though. Because she did get here by car. That's the funny thing. Thank you. Um, um, okay, so background on me. Um, currently a realtor. And I currently manage a law firm in Deer Park. Um, and I did online coaching for now a year and a half. It's not something I quite do as much as I used to, um, but we can kind of get into that. Um, 
Well, now I can kind of short some because now I already said it. Yeah, once. exactly. So let I guess it'll be easier if I just kind of start at the beginning because that'll make more sense. Mm. Right? Okay, so um, Jesus, one, two, three, th- three years ago? Yeah. So I was going to school for architecture and the whole training thing came about out of me just trying to make extra money for, you know, when you're in college, right. I was training people out of my apartment complex. Um, and then I ended up moving into training um, at 24 in Midtown in Houston. So I actually got hired because one of the managers saw me training people. <laughs> and he walked up to me. He was like, so you can either like stop. Because <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Or you can work here. So pick one. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's you fine. Like, stop. That's funny. Yeah. He's like, you need to pick one of these options. Yeah. So, um we're still friends. He's like super cool. But, uh, yeah. So I ended up training at 24 while still going to school. And then, um, part of my life obstacle while I was actually training, um, I started having medical issues. Um, I had a seizure in front of like 300 people at my school. Um, and then it started happening more consistently. So just to kind of whenever, actually Whenever that down, happens, do, is it like a full on or do you just okay 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 okay. so just to kind of lay down some like information Mm -hmm. there's lots of different types of seizures so i have normally um partial right-sided seizures and they're called partial complex okay so basically it's like you could literally put a perfect line down my body and it's just the right side it's just my right side and then complex basically means like i'm still aware well, it's partial aware complex, but I'm still okay. aware of what's going on, but I have no control of anything whatsoever. So, so except ba- for my it's left basically side. a big spasm. Yeah. So like my right like leg will start coming up like, uh, like convulsing and Got stuff. It. So okay. like my muscles are getting super tense and then my right arm will start coming up okay. and then my head kind of goes this way. Got it. So like everything is getting super tense on the right then, side mm-hmm. what and then the? my leg just starts shaking. So if I try to walk on my right side, like I'll fall to the ground. Right. Um, but then I also lose like all motor control and like basically my whole body. So I'm aware of everything that's going on in my head and like, I can see what's going on around yeah. me, but like, I can't talk to you like at all. So someone's asking me what's going on. I can't say anything, so now I have this fun little bracelet, um, so that's cool. So it makes it much easier for me to just point to it, like, hey, I'm having a seizure. Really? Um, But you're functional? Not really. So, like, I can't... I'm too weak to really grab anything. Okay. Even with, like, my left side. So, like, it, it... to an extent, affects my whole body. Wow. So after the seizure itself, like, for at least... 45 minutes to an hour, I'm way beyond what I can even describe as tired. And it takes about that long for me to be able to really even walk again. And then for the next three to four hours, I'm probably limping. Um, and if it's a really hardcore seizure, like, have you ever taken like a TENS machine? Yes. Right? Max it so, out? Yeah, like max it out and then put it like for as far as my leg goes. Okay. Like, I'm a, because we're on camera here, like this part of your glute, like right. down in here. So like, Put that right there, I dare you, for a solid, like, five minutes on max. And then the next day, you're going to feel like you did the world's worst, like, day of your life. So you wake up sore the next day. I'm so sore. It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. So I'll be limping around. I've showed up to actually train a client the next day after a seizure, and I've been limping. And I will literally, like, get down on the floor and put all pressure on my left leg and, like, you know, yeah, do right. like, tricep ups. And, like, <laughs> just all off my left leg and uh-huh. stuff. And, like, it's just, it's so funny. But, like... I'm used to it, so I'll just, like, deal with it. But um, that's one of the reasons, again, I don't really train as much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because of like uh, that's kind of where I was going so yeah anyways I was at 24 full-time and going to school um at that time I didn't really know what was wrong with me um one of my doctors told me I had MS or that's what they were leaning towards and then I had uh finally where it came down to like hey you need to remove all stress from your life that's your possible whatsoever and I was recommended to stop going to school so that's what I did um and then it came down to where I really couldn't work somewhere anymore at all either um if you're having a partial seizure nearly every day it's not really easy for you to keep recovering right yeah Yeah, to keep recovering and then uh, when you're I was waking up at like four or five o'clock in the morning and then I was working till like 9 p.m so So that's already um, a stressor to the bit to the max yeah it was terrible dude that's crazy yeah that's I think that's intense. Yeah. So I moved to online training. I did that all through this past last year. And then I've kind of branched off of that. That's honestly, that's a, I give props to anybody who can make a living off that. That's really hard to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm a realtor now. Um, I do manage a law firm now. The only reason I was able to keep, cause I'm sure you're wondering, well, if you couldn't have 24, or work that full time. How are you managing a law firm? My uh, partner is like amazing. You know, if I tell her like, "Hey, not coming in today," or like, "Hey, I can come in at three. Like, okay. this is what's going on. Like, yeah. I work from her house. I work from home. I work from yeah. my office. Like, where whatever. Yeah. It's very much like I can get anything done from wherever I'm at, and then I'll come in the office when I need to. Yeah. So, and then the realty thing uh, now is kind of a big like fuck you to the whole world for screwing me out of my dream is what I call it. So, uh, with realty can flip houses, Mm. I can get into commercial and syndication. And eventually the big dream is to kind of do the same thing I was going to do with the architecture degree. I want to big build really big buildings. Um, so with realty, I just want to basically be rich enough to hire an architect to design my design, but legally. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, <laughs> so, so like you're basically still in the same realm of what you wanted to do. Yeah, so um, it's my way of saying I'm not going to give that up. So Good, dude. Yeah. You shouldn't. That's where I'm at. I, I'm really stubborn. I really refuse to allow anything to kind of screw me out of like what, especially something I spent time on. Like yeah. I was so close. I was supposed to transfer to Rice. So I'm just like really annoyed. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my I, I bet. point. So when... When did uh, training, like, get into your life? Did you grow up, did you play sports as a young kid? Or, like, when did it get involved inside who you are? So I've always been super active um, since we were kids. My mom and dad always made us, like, go outside and, like, do things. Yeah. Um, My family's house was always the house where, like, everybody came over to play. Like, there was always, like, we had a full two or three teams. So it wasn't just, like, a kickball game with, like, a couple of kids. We had tournaments. Like, a full-on that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, we had tournaments in our backyard. We always played volleyball. So I played volleyball sixth grade to my senior year in high school. Um, I played sand doubles. This is what's so crazy to me. Like, if you can imagine, like I told I told Matt earlier, like I feel like real me is being ripped away from my body. Because right. like I played sand doubles all the time, like all the time before this, <laughs> all <laughs> the time before this started happening uh-huh. to me. And like, sometimes I'll still try to play. Right. It depends on the day, like what happens. But, um, like I was playing tournaments and stuff. So I've, I've always been super active. Okay. And then, um, the training thing literally just came from like me being in the gym and like posting on Instagram and then somebody asking me like, Hey, can you help me with that? And 
at the beginning I was very just like, yeah, meet me at the gym. We'll just do this. And mm-hmm. then it became like, girl, I'm in college and I have a job. I can't constantly yeah. do this for free. Right. Like, oh yeah, you got to pay for my time. Right. So and valuable, then I ended man. up with like three or four clients. And then I was, like I said, I started taking them to 24 and meeting them in blocks probably wasn't the smartest thing. <laughs> right, right. I would just like meet one person and wait around and then meet another person. And then I tried to get smart with it. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm working out with them. And then, yeah. Doesn't work. Hey, girl, you've been here for like eight, six, six hours. <laughs> don't tell me your workout's been six hours long. I don't know the, what you're talking about. That's so funny. The cool thing I want everyone to take away from this is, um, and I know a lot of us have gone through this, and I always like to relate what happens to our guest speakers' lives that they've gone through something that doesn't relate to weight loss or whatever the case may be is just that. So if you were once, you know, very slim or skinnier, I guess, athletic fit and an injury happens and then now you're off and you can't do nothing because the doctor said so or whatever and the pain's so unbearable, you just can't do it anymore. So then after three, four years, you gain 80, 100 pounds and you always look back and say, well, that's not who I was before. Um, now I have this thing I have to deal with all the time. Or, you know, something uh, mental could be happening to you. Mindset stuff could be happening to you where you don't understand what's going on. You know, hormones could be changing. You'd be going through a depression stage, but you don't know what it is. You could have just had a baby and gone through, you know, postpartum depression and not know that you're going through it. There's a lot of stuff that you might not be aware of that you're trying to figure out about who you are. And that's the same thing Nicole had to go through. Um, And obviously hers is, yours is, I would say, very extreme. Because it's mm-hmm. like in the moment, right then and there. And depending on what you're doing, it could be life-threatening. You could be mm-hmm. driving or you could be doing anything. You could be underneath a squat, mm-hmm. you know? And like, and that happens. And, and I, I can only imagine how scary that would be. And But I also think, too, that you have a strong benefit of because you have this, you go through life. And I guess you, would, I guess you could be over more grateful. Mm-hmm. Because now you're like, I did this. I can, oh, for sure. you know, and like once you did it, you feel accomplished because nothing happened, and now you have more control over yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's one thing that we all need to understand. And it's happened in 2020. Like pe- the COVID stuff happened, mm-hmm. and people's health. You know, you could be all the the best shape in the world and taking care of your food, and all of a sudden you get sick, and it's like, dude, you can be out for a long time. So then that's whenever you are grateful mm-hmm. for your health. And now someone like you that has something that you have, you know, for me, if I was in your shoes, I would be like over grateful of me just showing up to a workout and crushing it Mm -hmm. and then being able to go home and then be fine. Oh, definitely like has a really big impact on like how you feel about everything you do. Um, And because Matt's little thingy back here messed up, we'll go through this one (laughs) again. But it's kind of like I was talking about earlier, like. When you, when you go from being in a certain place, I guess kind of like what he's saying, like you used to be or you used to be, mm-hmm. first you can't, first of all, we get older, you can't compare yourself to your used to be because it's just not realistic. Right. And then... It's what I'm going to be. Yeah, and it's what you're going to be. And, and who then I am. What I've even had conversations recently just about, just about even other stuff, but like, we'll even talk about my boyfriend, and this is kind of just a weird way to, to analyze this, but like us talking about... Like, the type of person I was when he met me versus now. Like, I'm yeah, still that strong. type of person. Yes. And, like, just because the situation is different doesn't make me any less of that person. Absolutely. You know, like, when whenever this person met me, I was an entrepreneur. I had work. I was going to school full-time. I'm going to be this badass, like, architect girl. Like, mm. that's, like, full circle. Like, that's amazing, right? Yeah. And now... 
you know, it's took me this amount of time to really figure out and adjust to what it is I have to deal with. But like everything I'm still doing is still working my ass off and still, you know, making those, those moves to get better every day and accomplish something. Hmm. And that's, it can even be the same. So like whenever you're in the gym, so I went from the girl that was pressing 360 on a leg press to now I can barely push like 95. Right. Um, so can I ask when you do that, do you, are you lowering the weight because you can no longer push that weight or are you scared something's going to happen or um, you just can't at all? No. So I'm super aware of my body now. I will say like, this has made me so aware of what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. So like it is partially in a lot in capability. Like I've just lost a lot of muscle tone got because it, got whenever it. you're going into workout and you're constantly having like even a partial seizure, like your workout just stops. So like, my workouts are nowhere near the same as they used to be. So, have you tried to do like a, I'm pretty sure you have. Have you tried to do it in an extreme workout like you did before? I have, and I get and I get very yeah. Okay, it just like I come completely down. So, like, so you have to kind of like instead of going a hundred, you steadily stay at like seventy. Yeah, but I, you you improve I, your seventy. Yeah, so it's That's constantly awesome. still. It's constantly still going. Like, there's never... Like, in my head, I still have that, like, don't be a little bitch, get back under the bar. Right. But I'm not putting the type of weight that I used to on the bar. But you're still getting under the bar. Yeah. Dude, that's dope. So it's still, like, I'm going to do what I can, but instead of, like... Oh, I'm starting to feel like shit, but I'm going to go ahead and go again. Like, no, stupid. Like, do you want to walk out limping or not walk out at all? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Absolutely. Like... Do what you can and be appreciative of the fact. And this is, I think, had a big effect on, like, even before I realized what it was that I had, like, the way that I train people, like, be happy with what you're capable of doing. Like, I freaking hate when people complain, like, oh, I wasn't able to do this or I wasn't able to do that. Right. And I'm like, I can barely walk sometimes. Like, sometimes, like, something happens to me or I'll have a seizure for this day and, like, I'm screwed for the day. So, like, for me... I think this kind of, again, this is a little bit more of a longer explanation. Like, especially before I realized what it was that was wrong with me, doctors are like, well, you have MS, I think, or like, it might be this or whatever. Like, I thought I had cancer at one point. Like, I sat in a car and I thought I was going to die. Like, I literally was like trying to call my brother. He didn't answer the phone, like crying and like sucked it all back in and then walked into work. Right. And I'm like, I think I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And Mm. I've literally like wanted to die because of like what was happening yeah it's just too much and then um and it really does create such an appreciation for everything that's so stupid and little like i love the way grass smells now like i know it sounds so weird no when it's freshly cut (laughs) that's like the best smell yeah (laughs) so i'm just like i love everything now i love everything and i love everybody like i really can't help it and i've always been just a really sweet genuine person Mm -hmm. but like i love everything like so wholeheartedly now it's so crazy so like whenever it can be gone exactly so the synopsis of that is whenever um i'm able to get in the gym for one thing um if i'm able to get through three or four different exercises or only two i'm super excited yes like i don't i'm not really able to like lift as much as i used to i will say i went from 125 plate on each side to a 45 on each side in the last three months 
So I'm really happy with that's that. That's freaking awesome. So, that's improvement, and man. And sometimes it makes me feel really depressed or whatever, but at the same time, I'm really happy with it. Absolutely. Because so, this is a new Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, this is new. It is really hard to fight that part of you that's like, well, I used to push this much. And it was really fun whenever I would push that much on the leg press and then a guy would come up behind me and have to take weight off. Like, I was like, (laughs) 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 I'd be watching over there from like the the, squat rack. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, you take that weight off. That's right. (laughs) That's that's too funny, dude. And I think that's, uh, like I said, man, I think that's that's so strong. For me, I see a lot of people... uh, because I'm a full-time coach, and everyone knows already, but um, I, I coach all everything, online, in-person, group, fitness, boot camp, all that stuff. And I love training. I was raised by my mom and my, my grandma. So females is what I've been around. And never really had like a strong father figure, but I went into the military and that's kind of what uh, gave me the, you know, the man mentality, I guess, like to how to be a man or whatever. Um, but females are are amazing in what you guys are capable of doing uh because number one you guys can give life and that by far is incredible Mm -hmm. and then all the things that you have to go through hormonally every month and all this other stuff that you go through just as being a woman is is always um preach yeah i i I always say to everyone (laughs) but i will always still get and i understand moms who women who have had kids and uh they are angry at themselves because of the big change that their body went through mm-hmm. and it's a huge gap in their life nine months to create the baby and then you basically need nine months to recover mm-hmm. and in those nine months to recover you don't know what's going on especially if you're first time mom you know you have a lot of mental stuff going on you know maybe depression maybe just anger anxiety whatever it is and then getting your body back and then all the hormones are all over the place and then you got to take some more time after that to kind of get back to where you were so you're looking at like who knows man two years of not knowing your body anymore mm-hmm. um but still in that huge gap you know, you just gave life to another person. You gave, you brought someone else into the world that can that can possibly change other people's lives. You know, mm-hmm. you're, they're going to eventually love somebody. They're going to imp- impact people, and all the amazing things that happen in those in that time frame, they can still step on the scale and be angry that they didn't lose two pounds in mm-hmm. one week. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will always, no, I will never be able to understand that just because I'm. I guess we're outside looking in, right? Mm-hmm. They're inside only looking in. Um, but whenever you are more grateful for what you can do and you look at yourself and you're like, dude, like moms who've given birth to like five kids. Like, dude, you just gave birth to five kids. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're bouncing back. Even if you didn't bounce back 100%, you bounce back 60%, you still bounce back. Just um, the fact that they're like even doing anything exactly exactly it's really cool yeah and then people you know someone could lose a a family member and go into severe depression for years and because of that they gained 50 pounds and now you got to come back from that now you like your old self is no longer your old self anymore now you got to come back from this and fight the emotional stuff so even those things still Mm -hmm. but we we're so focused on the the little things and i always feel like something not traumatic but sometimes adults need traumatic mm-hmm. to understand that there are more things in life than just a number on the scale or the amount of calories you eat in a day or if you ate before six because if you eat after six, you'll get fat or all this other junk. Um, when we focus on like the big stuff, 
because there's more to life than just these simple things. They're not focusing on the reason that they're looking at the scale. Right. Right. So they're exactly. just focusing on the scale itself and what they want to gain out of it, I guess. Right. So um, I just go back to that confidence and the why thing. Like if you don't find that, then that's not – you're never going to – understand the difference i guess exactly i love that you said it because i was just about to ask you the confidence okay that word is very strong it's a very powerful word mm-hmm. and it's something that a lot of us lack even people who seem overly confident people always tell me dude matt you're freaking confident dude like you do all this stuff you're very passionate when you talk and still sometimes i'm not as confident as i should be sometimes you know mm-hmm. um and all of us have stuff to work on mm-hmm. always but you described confidence in such a way that i never thought of it like that before Mm-hmm. And maybe I did think of it like that, but I was I saw it or defined it in a different way. But you defined it like, like clear, like something mm-hmm. like people that if you say it right now, people who are listening that are not confident, they're going to gain it just because of how simple you describe it. So with confidence and you and how you share it to your your clients and just you to yourself, mm-hmm. what is confidence to you? So I guess for me, like the biggest question, or like I'll have clients that will be you know, my biggest issue is motivation or like, I don't continue to do stuff because like I, um, need someone there with me or like, I don't really, um, feel like I can do this. So it's a lack of confidence. Right. Yes. And then, yes. Um, I told you earlier, I had a client that was like constantly looking to me for approval before we would like do stuff, you know? And like his first day he came in and I set a box in front of him and we we're just going to do step ups. He's a pretty overweight guy. Mm-hmm. And just the way he looked at me was so like, like a child, the way a child looks at his mother for like approval, like mm-hmm. I can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like so much of the fact that we we're just doing step ups. It's the fact that he was, I think psychologically he's making the move to even start something so different and big in his life. Yeah, right. Because it was the first thing we were doing for the whole day, for the first day. And I just, I'll never forget the way that he looked to me. It was crazy. And I had to literally sit there and say, like, you can do it. It's fine. Like, go ahead. And, like, it was just, like, he, had, he got the biggest smile on his face and then he did it. And when it comes to, like, weight loss and stuff, a lot of people, like, the information to lose weight is all everywhere. Everywhere. Well, be, it might be confusing. So having a coach is really nice mm-hmm. just to kind of clarify things for you and your specific body type. 100%. But the information for working out is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need – it's not rocket science, right? No. What we need is the confidence – coaching i guess or the level of understanding what confidence is and for me confidence is your why so like when all of my clients get started i have them write down their why i ask them why are you doing this well i want to be more confidence confident okay Mm. let's try this again why do you want to be more confident well i i feel like i would like look better if i lost weight okay let's try this again why 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 do you you want to lose weight yeah why do you want to why do you want to do this and it's just like how, how does confidence impact you? So it's for me, it's like, well, if I'm more confident, then I can walk into a room and I can talk to people in such a way where I'm no longer hiding like a little mouse in the corner. Mm-hmm. If I can talk to people better whenever I'm in a business meeting, then I might actually impact the situation a little bit different than had I been sitting in that corner. Right. If I impact that situation a little bit different, then I might be able to actually like get the raise or, you know, get the contract whatever it may be and so i guess for me your confidence is more or less connected to your why so like my why for me trying to make sure i be healthy as well is like 
going back to that guy seeking approval for me is like, will tomorrow's me approve approve of me today? Like what I'm, what I'm doing. See, that's does that good. make sense? That does make sense. So crazy then, to wrap your mind around that one, but that's a good one. Yeah, like that's will tomorrow's me approve of me? Like not seeking approval from anybody else, mm. and then. So this is a fun one, and I think everybody should do this. But I always ask my clients, continue to ask yourself why until you can't ask yourself anymore. And I'm kind of an asshole when I'm a coach. So, like, I literally <laughs> will say, like, you know, go write your why and mm-hmm. don't come back to me if it's not at least two paragraphs long. And then it usually ends up being about a page long. But for me, my current why, you know, well, I have epilepsy and I deal with seizures. So if I don't go to the gym, even if it's a pain in my ass, like how is that going to affect me tomorrow? How is that going to affect me in the future? Mm. Like if I'm not healthy, can I have kids? Like that's something I worry about all the time. Like, is it even a good idea for me to have children if I'm having seizures all the time? Wow. You know, like can I possibly do any of these things in the future? Like my why is so much deeper than most people that I ask. Like, well, I want to have abs. Well, no shit. Everybody wants to have abs. Yeah, like, like me too. <laughs> if I, As you tell. I, I love it. I love it so much. But like I so badly want to go play doubles in volleyball again. I so badly want to be able to have this adorable baby girl who does ballet because I'm going to force my dreams onto her. <laughs> like all these things, your why should be so much deeper mm-hmm. than the bullshit. I want to look like an Instagram model. Like put that shit out of your head. I'm sorry. I'm cussing a lot. Dude, and it sh- it, no, it's good. Like, and it should bring out emotion. Yeah. Like whenever you write down your why I've written down a lot. I love to write and I've written down stuff that has made me like, you know, cry or mm-hmm. made me angry. Or something mm-hmm. like that, because it brings that emotion, mm-hmm. and that that is when you know you're hitting something, mm-hmm. you know. So like when you write down your why, and it and it's uh, two sentences, and you don't feel nothing, then it's like, dude, that's not your why. So you need a new sign on your on in your garage. Uh-huh. Will tomorrow's me approve of me today? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That, did you come up with it yourself? Is that yes. you? That's me. I'll, so, put, I'll put a cord there. There you go. Put Hard it. castle. There you go, dude. That's yeah. sick. I think that's a that's a great way to look at it. I always tell. Uh, my clients or people in general and myself, um, you know, am I, am I uh, doing something today that's going to bring more value to life tomorrow? Or am I doing something today that's going to benefit me tomorrow? Like this that I'm going to consume or this food I'm about to eat or this session I'm about to do or this and that, am I going to impact someone so they can be happier and confident tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I coach, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, there's, so there's trainers, there's coaches, there's fitness coaches, there's this and that, this and that. I think it's, I always feel more fulfilled and happier whenever I'm helping someone gain more mental progress than physical. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like over the top, always. I think it has to be because like me personally, like my training style and especially when you do online, because if you don't bring something like that to the table, like they're not really getting much out of the conversation. No. Yeah. Like there always has to be some like I always tell people like I'm not a trainer or coach or like a physical training coach or whatever like i change i'm a habits coach Mm. i change your mindset i change what you think and i change your relationship with food the training and the exercise is a bonus yeah that's what i tell everybody and i'm like if that's what you want then that's great and they're like well what exercises are we gonna do i'm like did you not just listen to anything i said (laughs) (laughs) we might not work (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think that's uh i think that's powerful because I uh, I think there's a lot of industries that need help. 
But one of the biggest ones, I think, is the fitness and health industry. Mm-hmm. I think it just needs more of that. The fitness and health is, is what it is. You know, it's fitness mm-hmm. and health. It's not um, like we've been talking about this whole time. It's mm-hmm. not about just, you know, who can deadlift more. If, if deadlifting makes you freaking confident as hell as a father, <laughs> as a mother, then go right ahead and mm-hmm. you crush that 315, 405, whatever it is you want to do. That's awesome. But if you're striving to do that just to be better than the guy next to you, mm-hmm. I don't think that that is something that we should strive for. You know, health and fitness is like how do you become better as a, as a person? Just like how mm-hmm. you've been saying, the confidence level. Like to be confident as a parent, to be confident as a business owner, confident as a leader, confident mm-hmm. as a coach, confident as a sister, a brother, uh, anyone like training health and fitness is is exactly that you know mm-hmm. and i think that is so strong i love how you bring that and you say it, you preach that mm-hmm. uh because we need more of that you know if you chase your why over you chasing confidence you'll get the confidence it'll come it'll come with that right. like i chase the reasons i'm doing something and the confidence comes along with it i don't chase like looking sexy if that happens to happen then woohoo but right, you know what benefits, I mean? like, and the bonuses yeah right so plus if you're chasing after a way that you want to look if that doesn't happen imagine how that impacts the way you feel right you know what i mean versus like you chasing things that you have absolute control over then you're always going to hit that peak of like i feel good mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then again not saying if you're chasing that stuff, then you're not going to end up looking the way you want to. But if you have a certain picture of yourself, and let's be real here, if it's not always completely realistic and you get a different type of physique than what you're looking for, mm-hmm. then that also might have a bigger impact on like how you motivate yourself and how you continue to do the things you're supposed to. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like If you're built a certain way, sometimes you're looking at a girl that's not built the same way as you is probably not the best idea for your headspace. Right, like, you right. You know what I mean? Yes. Chase after the thing she does, not the way she looks. And then if you get bits and pieces of the way she looks, but in your own version, then that's great. So yeah. I had a client all the time in 24. Uh, we'd be working out, and she'd watch this girl walk by, and she, the girl she always looked at always wore super tight everything. She always looked super good. And we'll just be, she had the most like up high, biggest booty in the world, but like she was built completely different than my client. Right. And she would stare her down in the middle of our workout. And I'm like, girl, flip your freaking head back this way. Focus on you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I want a, a butt like that. And I don't know. I don't think I hurt her feelings. I think this is why she liked me, but I very much calmly was like, your ass will never look like that. Mm -hmm. You're not built like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, your butt is going to look amazing in the next six months. It really will. If you keep going the way you're going, it'll look good in your own way, but you will never look like that. And she kind of got real quiet and looked down and then she took a big breath and she was like, okay. And then she just kept going. And Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, stop staring at her. Like, leave it alone. Stare at yours. Seriously, <laughs> take pictures of your booty in the mirror. Like it's fine, but it was just—it's it always so interesting to me. And I'm not saying I don't compare myself to other girls as well. Like it's human nature, right? But don't let it dwell to where it gets you in a spot of like unrealisticness. Especially where I am now with like my epilepsy and my seizures. Like mm-hmm. maybe before that, whenever I was leg pressing as much as I was, and I was doing squats and I was working out like every single day, no matter what would happen, right? quite possible I could have hit those goals. Mm-hmm. But 
at this point in time for me to be more logical about the situation and realize like this is what I'm capable of and whatever happens out of that is great. Right. It's a much better headspace to put yourself in and you avoid depression and anxiety, which is really big right now. Uh Much easier. Yeah. So, uh, especially with, you know, the, um, epilepsy, I always get like tongue tied when I say it, Mm -hmm. but so with that, I know it's uh, very easy to, especially whenever you were trying to figure it out, right. Mm -hmm. Going through the journey of finding that, um, I know it's, it's very easy to get depressed or angry. Oh, yeah. Like within yourself. But how did you control your space outside of you? So the people you're around, the things that you put around you, like especially even today, mm-hmm. how do you keep yourself in a positive realm so that, you know, nothing really affects how you view yourself? Because it's easy to say, why, why me? Why was mm-hmm. I born like this? Or why was I given this? Out of all things, why do I get this? So how do you get away from that? Oh, I dumped toxic a long time ago. That's so awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's good. It's healthy. It's strong for you. Yeah. It only benefits you. Yeah. And um, and I feel like people, it's one of those, and of course I feel this way because I, I have to deal with it, but I don't feel like it's something many people are very aware of. Mm. Like I had a seizure at Fitness Connection. Apparently I dumped a, dumped, dropped a 35 pound dumbbell on my foot. And this girl was helping me, and they brought me up to, like, the front. Now, an ambulance had to show up. Of course, they have to. Yeah, uh, um, yeah absolutely. But uh, this trainer was, like, trying to force-feed me Gatorade. And if you dump sugar in my mouth while I'm having a seizure, like, I could go into a coma. Like, you'd be very careful. Well, and plus, you have no control over that, so you can plus, choke on it, too. Yeah, yeah, so, and then the other thing, too, is, like, you don't know what's wrong with me. So he kept saying, like, oh, she just needs, she just needs some sugar. She's just tired. She's just having like a glucose issue. And I'm like, you literally don't even know what's wrong with me. And then I don't have motor control. Right. So I can't say anything. And so I had to, I'm literally doing this because I'm trying to get like a phone from somebody because I can text. It takes me a second, but I can like talk. Right, 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 right. So it's just, it's just amazing. So my point for that is I feel like. I don't really have much control over how people act. Like, I still even have friends that will be very like, oh, is this bothering you? Is this bothering you? And in my head, like, even though just the way I was raised and, like, how I am, I'm super stubborn. I'm like, just leave me the fuck alone. Right. <laughs> like, do, do you just think, treat like, me like a normal person. I was just going to ask you. And if you. something happens, it happens. Right. Honestly, because, like, I had a seizure the other day at a law firm over nothing. Like, there might have been something, like, I don't know what my brain is reacting to. There wasn't any crazy lights. It wasn't super noisy. Like, I ate breakfast. Like, literally nothing. It was in the middle of a conversation, and I just started to feel really bad. I have what's called an aura. So I have, like, at least a minute or two before I actually have it. Right, right, right. I feel like shit. In that aura. Yeah, so I feel terrible. like, I know something's going to happen right now. Yeah, so I started to walk out, and I walked down the stairs, and then they, like, chased me because uh, she, my partner, kind of, like, she knows. I kind of tapped her. She's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I don't feel good. So I started to try to walk away, and it's probably good that they like came and got me, and I really do appreciate that aspect. But like, well, because then they care. Yeah, then they that's care, different. and that's fine. Like, take care of me while it's happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't like when people that know me are constantly like, "Do I? What do I? What do I do right now? Are you okay? Are you like every time we go somewhere? I'm like, I could literally have a seizure over nothing. And then sometimes, like, if the speakers pop a certain way while we're at a bar or if there's lights doing weird stuff like that stuff will bother me and i do have a tendency to avoid those situations like i do yeah i don't put myself in ridiculous situations but smart as far as like changing my environment like everyone that i'm pretty much around like 
before this even happened, I got rid of toxic friends like a long time. I've always, I don't know if you could tell I'm a very logical human being. Yeah. So like dropped toxic one, two, three, I dropped four people out of my life and it's been amazing since then. It's awesome. And it's I try hard to preach to do. that. I try to preach that to people. Nobody wants to do it, but I'm like, it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but. and sometimes those toxic people are people that are directly with you. You yeah, know, your significant other directly affecting your anxiety or what's going right. on with you. I'm like, right. I don't need that in my life. Exactly. Especially now. If you stress me out now, bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it, dude. That's crazy. I love how you. Uh, I love how you explain everything you just explained. Uh, I can only imagine. It's. So do you feel like a lot of people um, do view you like that? Like like something is wrong with you? Um, I feel, I don't know. I feel like I'm being treated like a baby sometimes. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Like very, like I can't, like I'll have a seizure and I'm somewhere where like, if you just give me an hour, like I'll sit in my car for an hour. I don't care. Like I'll be fine. I might I might be really tired, but I can keep doing what I'm doing. But it's always okay. like, okay, okay. we need to go home or you need to go to sleep. And I'm like, I can make decisions for myself. Yeah, because you don't know how I feel right now. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, I mean, they they care though, so it's not the end of the world. It's okay. Right, that's good. So, but yeah, it's interesting. So it's really now, interesting. whenever you do train. Mm-hmm. So train other people or myself yourself whenever you work out yourself when it's just you against you So let me tell you real quick about me. Mm -hmm. So whenever I first started in high school I trained for self-confidence self-esteem. I hated how it looked man. Like I was very athletic I played tons of sports, but I was so small so weak. I always get pushed around all the time Mm -hmm. So I wanted to fix that so I got into the gym. I started training started lifting weights and I put on muscle right and obviously you get bigger so 132 I weighed 132 when I first started, and I ended at 180 from sophomore to, like, senior year. Mm-hmm. And um, and it didn't really build confidence for me because I think my view on Chasing it was— Chasing the wrong thing. It was, I was exactly, exactly. And I was um, and there was a lot of stuff going on at home, so I wanted to find figure something out. But I was so young, so I'm like, I'm thinking just lift weights, get big, and that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then after, uh, then stuff at home really escalated. And then I was told to leave, right? My stepdad texted me and he's like, hey, come home, get some stuff. I don't want to see you for a few days. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to grab my stuff. I'm never going to come back. So I was 18 and I did. I went home, grabbed my stuff. I never came back. And then I went from to one, one friend's apartment uh, to another friend's apartment where I stayed until I enlisted into the military. Whenever I enlisted into the military, uh, I think that was part of the darkest point of my life, mm-hmm. me mentally. Uh, I didn't. It was hard for me to look at myself and know like that I'm still here. And whenever I was going through, you know, all the training and stuff like that, da, 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 I went to airborne school, whatever. And then after that, I get stationed and I got stationed in Alaska. And one day I was getting up to get ready for a formation and I was looking at myself because I was always looking to, into the mirror to make sure I was fine. Because if you're not fine, like your uniform's all out of whack or something, you'll get in trouble. So I wanted to make sure I was good. And then I was looking at myself and I was like, dude. I was like, I like, I don't even know who I am. Like, I hated, I hated how I, I looked. I hated how I felt physically, emotionally, mentally, everything. Like, I felt so lost. I felt like I was running away from so much that I was like, dude, I don't even know who I am or how I'm here. So from that point on, I was like, training has always been something, a part of me 
because that's how I've always been. Movement is always something that has been addicted to me. And it's not only that, it's also been an outlet for me to find happiness. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to train and train and train and train nonstop. I'm going to get my body back. Because at that point, too, I lost like 20 pounds because you do tons of work and they don't feed you as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So I lost tons of weight. So then uh, I focused on that. And me focusing on that, in the gym, I was focusing on feeling. I pushed until, like, pain was, like, overwhelming because I wanted to feel something because I couldn't – I wasn't happy. So, like, the feeling I wanted to get was the pain that training gets you, you know, like Mm -hmm. that huff and puff, the burn sensation. That stuff made me happy. But pushing to that point was very abusive to myself. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing as, like, doing anything else, I guess, drugs or, you know, hurting yourself or whatever. Um, So I did that, and it became very unhealthy. But – the world, I feel like, told me, keep doing that because it's going to do something externally and then it's going to open your eyes. So I started to rank up faster, started to help other soldiers, you know, get physically fit. And I was, you know, just being happy in the gym. And then it became happiness. And then I was like feeling these things. And then it was escalating my life externally. And then my soldiers told me, hey, you should coach. You're really good at it. So then I started doing it. And then I got out and now I'm doing this and all this other stuff. But what I wanted to ask you and why I told you my background is because training has changed in my life, especially with why I come and work out, like mentally what I'm grasping from it. And I'm also different now because now I have like I have a son and all the other stuff, you know. So like I train for specific reasons, not all physical, like one percent mm-hmm. basically is physical. The rest, 99 percent is for other reasons. So how for what reasons like did you train before mentally like were you trying to grasp some sort of emotion when you trained before and has it changed to now that is a really good question okay let's hear it okay. and i'm gonna backtrack on your last question uh-huh. it feels like i'm walking on eggshells constantly i'm now. terrified to have a seizure around anyone because i feel like it's it affects their day more than mine mm, see that's crazy that's crazy. Cause like I'm the one in, enduring it, but heaven forbid. That's how I feel now. That's just an honest, completely like, I well, hate be- it. Right, right. Because, well, something were to happen, I, I'm very caring. So if something mm-hmm. were to happen, um, yes, I would feel for someone. Like if mm-hmm. I were to smash someone's finger, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, but I totally understand. My grandpa, my grandpa had, uh, he had seizures all the time. Mm-hmm. He had two aneurysms, and he uh, he had seizures all the time. So I became very like comfortable with people having seizures, mm-hmm. and his was very extreme, uh, and it, it would go on for a little while. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the first time, yeah, I was like, dude, like, what's? And I was young. I was like, like what is going? Yeah, on? like what's happening to my grandpa? And he was he we lived in the same room together, so he would have it, and I was like, oh my god, like what's happening? I'd run outside and like crying, like hey, mm-hmm. he's having a seizure. Um, but uh, but I totally understand. How, yeah, where you be coming from? So, like, okay, so, so, getting to my question. So, what, what is it now that that you grab from it? Like, what when you train? Like, because obviously, it's you're getting so much gain from training, from movement, even like walking or running or whatever it is. So, um, when I first started, like, actually, like, getting into the, so whenever I was younger, like, I was in the sixth grade, my older brother would be like, you know, this is how you get big and strong, and he'd shove a big giant spoon of peanut butter in my mouth, and we'd go, like, out back. I love peanut butter. (laughs) And he's like, this is what you eat. And I was like, okay. So it was just, like, fun for me, so Uh I was familiar with it. Okay. And then we had to kind of train with volleyball. But I have, like, such small memories of that. Like, it was just something we just did. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, 
I have been divorced. I met the person I was with when I was like, so I graduated when I was 17 mm-hmm. and then like high school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, I think cause we're we summer, got, we're summer birthdays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it puts you in a weird spot, but, yeah. uh, we got married when I was 21. Um, and then we were divorced by the time I was like 22. Was okay. A complete psychopath. Right. So, um, because of the fact that he was a psychopath, whenever I got rid of him, my confidence was like at an all time low. It was super terrible. I felt like nothing like bottom of the barrel. And this um, is before your symptoms and stuff started coming. Yeah. Before, way before. So, wow. um, Anyways, I had a friend actually invite me to go play, go play volleyball. And it was like five, five on fives. And then I met a friend. He's now my guy best friend. Um, he started inviting me to go work out at the gym with him. And so that kind of started it for me. So I think at got that it, point in it. time, my before for training was very much me trying to figure out, like, I want what you have. He was mm. super confident. You know, walked around with his head held high. Still does. He's a little too confident, but... <laughs> That's good, bro. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as so, you can. <laughs> but I got to get him to watch this now. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so like I was I was definitely chasing that confidence. And kind of like what we talked about earlier, I was chasing, the, chasing it in the wrong way. So I was very much like, I want to feel good. I want to have what she's got, what he's got. Like, I want to look pretty. Like, I want a, I want a guy to think I'm pretty. Because like, I didn't feel like that at all. And so for wow. me, it was very like, okay, well, like if I work out, then I'll look cute and somebody will eventually like actually like me. Cause like my ex at that point in time, uh, he put me in a really bad headspace then. So then after a while, um, that chasing that, I think just completely went away and it just made me happy and just made me feel good. Like if I didn't work out that day, like I just didn't feel right. And, um, I don't know if it was habitual or if it was just that feeling of like, kind of like what I talked about earlier well tomorrow's me approve what i'm doing today mm-hmm. you know like that type of feeling and then it became well i'm helping other people when i started training other people like working out makes me happy and then other people are vibing off of that yes. and i love the fact that i'm making them happy like having somebody come up to me crying there's this grown ass man came up to me he's in his 30s and cried because he went jogging for the first time with his church group that had been inviting him for two years to go jogging with him on a Wednesday night. And he's like, Nicole, Nicole, I went jogging with the guys from church. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. Good job. Like, I didn't realize. And he's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. And he started crying. I'm like, I'm going to cry. But like, it's it's just so so crazy. Yeah. And he's like, you really don't get it. And he's like, I went jogging with them and they've been inviting me for two years. And I finally was able to say yes. And I did it. And he was like, thank you. Thank you so much. And so, Training at that point was definitely helping others. And then now training is definitely to make sure I stay healthy, Mm -hmm. but it's also kind of the same thing, even though I'm not really like coaching as much as I was like, I still want other people to see like, which I guess if I shared my story more, this would probably work a little bit better. But like, I want people to see that like, no matter what position they're in, that they can still do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't matter where you're at and how you do it and how often you do it. Mm. I mean, how often kind of matters, but like <laughs> that is, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> like how often kind of ha- makes a big deal, uh-huh. but, um, there's no reason you can't do at least a little bit every day. Like I have online clients that I've bought bands for and like literally a very overweight client. Like you, she sits on her chair and it she does just them. does band work and that's it. And eventually, you know, we'll get somewhere else. Mm. But like, 
whatever you're capable of is perfectly fine. And like, I really want people to feel that, I guess. And then I really want people to understand, again, what we talked about earlier about their why. Like, my why is 100% why I work out. Mm. 100%. Like, I want to be healthy. I don't want to be in the position that some of my family members are in. Like, I've grown up around an overweight family member, and it, like, kills me all the time Mm. to know, like, where that's eventually going to put her. And then the position like where she's put us sometimes and being like fearful for her life. Like I don't ever want to do that to my kids. So training has very much kind of like you said, 99% and then 1%. Like I definitely want to look good. Like I want to be cute and sexy and like all that. Of course, you know, I'll do more to get that a little bit better on like whatever terms at times. But like I work out and train now because it's more or less like, it's a standard factor of like what makes me feel good every day. Mm-hmm. It helps me wake up. It helps me work better. Mm-hmm. It helps keep me focused. It yeah. helps keep me happy. And like the type of coaching that some of the people I'm around, whether they be clients or just friends, I couldn't give that to them if I didn't give it to myself. Right. You right, can't right, right, give right. anything to somebody else if you're not a hundred percent on your own. Yep. So like there's no Absolutely. room for your cup to overflow if you're empty. Right. So, and I know that sounds super cliche and people hate to hear that but like it's true working out is more than just working out working out is literally refueling your body staying down all the time just keeps you down so dang there it is that's it no that's like and i always dude i always say that stuff man it's like you know we're not training for uh ah man it's crazy because yes you train obviously progressive overload you know you want to do this time under tension you want to do that high intensity interval training you want to do this whatever it is you want to do you got to do it to accomplish something especially if you're an athlete or whatever but if you are someone that wants to and something else that always gets me too is people always look for if you are a regular person a mom dad just a regular person who wants to get healthy and you're looking at this freaking person who competes and they've been doing mm-hmm. it for 12 years and you're like why can't i look like that that is already setting yourself up for failure mm-hmm. but training is always going to be more than just regular reps and sets absolutely and you show up to refuel yourself absolutely you, you show up to your workout, and if you're doing the same exact workout you did a week ago, and this time you do an extra round, that's improvement. Mm-hmm. And you improved who yourself. You improved yourself inside and out. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel like nothing else will ever get you besides movement. And because that's just who you are. That's who you are at the base of everything. Mm-hmm. Like you, no matter doesn't matter if you have, you know, all these things in life or whatever it is. It comes down to, you know, your body, your health. That is the foundation of everything. You know, people have built the world to be where it is now. Like Houston's growing and who grew, who build, who builds it? People. Mm-hmm. You know, these people got to be healthy to go to be able to do these things and, and grow these buildings and make homes for people to live in. And like it's always comes down to your health and movement. But one thing I want to know and I want them to know, too is for anyone out there right now who is suffering from something that is happening inside their body that they're not aware of or that they just are having a frustration with, doesn't have to be specifically um, being epileptic or it could be you know anything with just – because you understand that. You understand how it is to not know what is going on inside your body and you're trying to find the answers and you're just no longer who you were before but it's making you better for today. What kind of words of advice would you give someone right now that is going through that that feels like there's going to be 
there's just no positive sunshine on the other side. Y'all are going to hate me for requoting myself. Do it. Do it. Requote. Requote. So will tomorrow approve of yourself today? Like, is, is this going to happen? For me, I guess it's like I've come into so many circumstances where like I didn't want to do anymore or I felt like nobody wanted me to do anymore. And I guess the best answer is more or less like, and I can even ask you, like whenever you get a job, like do you know what's going to happen tomorrow? No. No. Whenever you meet somebody that you think you're going to fall in love with, do you know what's going to happen tomorrow? Right. No. Probably not. Right. Whenever you get put into any situation, like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So if you don't know the possibility of tomorrow, why are you going to ruin that today? You know what I mean? So like while you have every feeling of, you know, today sucks. This is awful. I don't want this anymore. I didn't plan for any of this. You know, I'm a burden for everybody, myself and I and everyone around me. Like you don't know the possibility of that changing if you don't give it a chance. And I know anyone who's in a current dark headspace wants to argue with me. Well, you don't know my story and you don't know what's going on in my life. And I don't, I really don't, but you don't know what could possibly happen tomorrow. So, Mm -hmm. and don't rid yourself of that chance of something possibly amazing happening to you on the next day. So dang, that's my advice. That was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. That was really, really good. Nothing else I could add to that. Cause that was, that was really, really good. Um, but one thing I would suggest is is definitely rewinding this and playing out again, just so you can really, really grasp everything she just said, because that was uh, that was really good. I know sometimes I throw out some thinkers. I'm sorry. God, you said something in there that I can't even re-say right now, but I'm gonna have to listen to it again. Um, that was so good, ladies and gentlemen. Everything that Nicole said today, I have grabbed value from. Um, fortunately, and I'm not saying like. There's anything wrong with Nicole. She has, you know, what she has because that's just what life has created her to have. But, you know, always always be grateful for the health you have, no matter even if it's jeopardized in some sort of way. You need always to be happy. Be happy. <laughs> always be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Always just be grateful for the day that you get and, and the, the workout you're able to go to, the job you're able to go to, the home, you the bed you're able to go to, to sleep at, the food you're able to eat right now because you can eat it. You can digest it. You can consume it. You just everything. Be grateful for the now, and and always strive to to make today the best day, so that tomorrow can be even greater. You know, you're inching your way up. Um, I love what you just said. That was seriously awesome. <laughs> for anyone right now who wants to ask you questions or reach out to you, maybe someone right now is, is listening to this and they're epileptic too, and they want to reach out to you and ask you questions or whatever. Where's the best place for for our amazing listeners to find you? Um, so my Instagram is at Nicole fit. So it's Nicole underscore F one T. There's only one me. If it doesn't have at least 23,000 followers, that's not the right me. <laughs> Just saying, um, my Facebook is Nicole, Nicole. Um, I should probably change that to just my actual last name. And then if you want one more, I have also have Nicole underscore lifestyle realty. So, and Nicole is spelled N I C O L E yep. just, you all know, and then it's underscore lifestyle realty. Um, I don't actually have a website up yet for my realty or my own podcast that I'm starting. Um, but I will shoot that to you whenever, whenever I get you get it. Yeah. So Good. that's how you can reach me. Nice. Awesome. And I highly suggest you do. She's very uh, just awesome in, in, in the things that she's been explaining today. You just got a little bit of it. 
So, and do not feel afraid to reach out. A lot of our listeners, sometimes they get a little bit nervous to reach out, but mm-hmm. the guest speakers are amazing. They want to ask, they want to answer questions and all the amazing things. But the, uh, to get to her stuff a lot faster, if you just go down to the show notes, as you already know, the links are there. Her Instagram will be there. Her Facebook will be there. Everything will be there so you can reach her a lot faster. You just click that link. It'll take you there. But ladies and gentlemen, you just listen to another amazing episode here on the Train Home Livestrong podcast. If you know anyone out there right now who can grab value from this episode, who is going through some sort of life obstacle, mindset obstacle, anything in life, in their health journey, lifestyle journey, career journey, relationship journey, whatever it is, internally, externally, share this episode to them. The more people we get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. But you just listen to another episode here with me, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Nicole Hardcastle. Dude, that's such a cool last name. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Thank you. It is. Um, But as usual, y'all, you already know, get out there, train hard. And live strong. Yes. All right, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.